Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous people, and welcome to episode three of the Self-Styled Life podcast. I'm your host, Janelle Wiesack, and I'm really hoping that this is the episode where I start to get over my podcasting nervousness and we can start to have a bit more fun with this thing, and you can get to know me a bit better. I'd love this podcast to feel like you're having a relaxed chat with a friend, and that's the energy I'm wanting to bring whenever I sit down and hit the record button. I was reflecting on my walk this morning, though, that even though I do a lot of speaking and training in my corporate job, like I'm presenting to big groups literally every day, the skills and the energy that I bring to that don't necessarily translate across to something new. It prompted me to remember that the work is never done, which is something that my first coach, Megan Dallacamina, reminded me of regularly. And even when we're super experienced, there are still times when you have to adopt a beginner's mindset and get ready to feel the discomfort that almost always comes with growth which is an excellent segue into today's episode. Today, we're digging into the second pillar of my signature framework for living a self-styled life, and that pillar is mindset. I obviously believe that all of the pillars are important, or else I wouldn't be working with them all of the time. But if I was going to choose the one that I think can be the biggest game changer for women, then it's this one. Now, there are so many angles and perspectives we could take when it comes to looking at mindset. So I know that this episode will just be an introduction and we'll be coming back to this topic over and over again. But we have to start somewhere. So today I'll be reminding you of the definition of mindset and positioning why it matters. We'll also be looking at self-doubt, which underpins many of our beliefs and mindsets. We'll explore three mindsets that can support your self-belief and I'll share some tips for starting to change your mindset. Are you ready? Let's dive in and see where we land. Let's begin with what mindset is and why it's important. In episode one, I introduced the concept of mindset and defined it for you as a mental attitude or inclination. It's a thought or a series of thoughts that you have playing in the background all of the time. As I said in our first episode, the conversation on mindset tends to be bigger in certain circles coaching and entrepreneurship, for example, than it is in others. And for some of us, it can sound like a bit of a buzzword or some sort of jargon. But the reality is, whether you refer to it as mindset or not, we all walk around the planet thinking things. And we all have ways of thinking that are unique to us. 
And if you aren't paying attention, less than supportive mindsets or thinking patterns can start running your life from behind the scenes. Who do you spend the most time with is the one coaching question that I've never yet had a woman answer correctly. When I ask it, women will tell me they spend the most time with their significant other or their kids or a work colleague, sometimes even a parent. And it seems very easy to overlook the fact that we spend every minute of our lives with our fabulous storytelling selves and that we listen intently to the stories we tell ourselves. Therefore, our overall mindset, the thoughts we think, the beliefs we hold and the stories we tell ourselves and the way we speak to ourselves become critically important to how we feel about our lives. Our thinking and our underlying beliefs about what we can and can't do, be or have, impacts how we show up to everything in our world. Now that we know what we mean when we say mindset and why it's important, let's have a look at self-doubt, which is an underlying factor in so many of the less than supportive stories we tell ourselves. Let's face it, living your life from a place of deep self-belief would be absolutely awesome. But the truth is, Everyone experiences self-doubt on some level. Yes, everyone, regardless of gender, age, career choices, body shape, education level or financial position. And yes, even your fabulous at everything sister-in-law, the woman who got that last promotion you missed out on and that endlessly energetic woman on the school council encounter self-doubt. Working on self-belief is not about overcoming or avoiding self-doubt. Instead, we're looking to create the conditions that allow us to courageously and compassionately navigate our self-doubt. Because here's the thing, self-doubt's here to protect us. Self-doubt, especially the sort that leaves us feeling stuck, always makes a whole lot more sense when we understand this. You see, self-doubt triggers our protective behaviours like perfectionism, procrastination and people-pleasing. And these behaviours are simply ways to protect ourselves from the pain of psychological risk like rejection, judgment and disappointment. It has nothing to do with capability or destiny and everything to do with the ways that we've learned to preserve our sense of safety and belonging. Our protection mechanisms are very sophisticated. Humans are clever creatures and we will go to great lengths to protect ourselves from pain even as far as stopping ourselves from having what we say we want. I'm so grateful to my trainer and mentor, Master Coach Sass Petherick, for teaching me this. Once I understood why I and so many of my colleagues and clients were holding on to patterns and ways of being that didn't serve them, I was much better placed to help everyone, myself included, to begin to heal self-doubt and in doing so, build self-belief. Because this is the thing, self-belief can be built the root causes of self-doubt can be healed and stories can be rewritten. Isn't this fabulous news? It's so good to know that you can do the mindset work too, heal the underlying causes of your self-belief, bust open some of those protective beliefs that hold us back and discover who we are beneath self-doubt, build the tools and resources required to negotiate self-doubt in any situation, grow your own self-belief, self-acceptance, self-worth and self-trust, and tap into your strengths and ultimately live in a way that's fulfilling, meaningful and feels true for you. Now, I know you're listening to this for actionable tools. So how do you know if your mindset is supportive or not? And what are some of the supportive mindsets that you might want to consider playing with? To answer the first question about understanding your own mindset, 
something you can start doing immediately, like right now, is catching your stories. If this is the first time you're hearing me say this, then get ready, because you'll hear me say it about a gazillion times into the future. Catching the stories you tell yourself is ultra, ultra important. You can't fix what you don't know about. So becoming aware of the messages that you are sending yourself is a vital first step. Rather than just letting the voice in your head natter away incessantly, start to focus on what it's saying. Especially focus when you feel emotions like fear or anxiety, or when you feel like you've mucked something up or said something you shouldn't have said. Does the voice build you up or tear you down in these situations? Keep an eye out for language that some version of you're not good enough, you shouldn't have said something or done something, or that you are bad, in inverted commas. For example, a bad mother or a bad leader or a bad partner. Similarly, watch out for forms of what I call global thinking or in NLP that they call universal quantifiers. This thinking tends to use absolutes like everyone and always. Other thinking patterns to keep an eye out for include those that involve other people like mind reading, imagining that you know what someone else is thinking or fortune telling where you imagine that you know what another human might say or do in response to your actions. If you catch yourself telling a less than supportive story, stop the narrative immediately and consider if there's any validity to the words. Chances are your words won't be completely or even remotely true, and they'll be overly harsh to boot. Learn to replace the narrative in your mind with something far more empowering. It surprises many, many women to realise that we can actually control our thoughts, which makes sense if we've been running on autopilot for any length of time. But it's good to know that you can train yourself to do these things. And trust me, it's magic when you see a woman retrain her thinking patterns. I feel lucky to have witnessed many people in my life, from clients to team members and even my mum, introduce and habitualise a more supportive mindset into their lives. Which brings us to playing with some more empowering mindsets or ways of thinking. And there are three that I'd recommend you start with. The first is a growth mindset, and it's very well known thanks to Stanford University psychologist Carol Dweck's groundbreaking work on fixed and growth mindsets. Dweck proposes that it's not just our abilities and talent that bring us success, but whether we approach them with a fixed or growth mindset. In a nutshell, a fixed mindset says that our intelligence, abilities and skills are fixed, whereas a growth mindset suggests you always have the ability to learn and to change. It allows you to try things, which leads to competence, and competence ultimately delivers confidence. The way I think about a growth mindset is reminding myself of all of the things I've learned to do in my life. Once upon a time, I couldn't walk, talk, read, type, drive, cook or present to hundreds of people. And I certainly couldn't do any of those things the first time I tried, but I just kept trying. A growth mindset is the one I realised I had to tap into when I was out walking this morning. Starting this podcast is requiring me to develop new skills, which means I'm growing. And it also means that it's okay for me to keep trying and to feel a bit clunky while I'm bedding all of these new skills in. Aside from a growth mindset, Two other supportive mindsets or ways of thinking you might want to consider adopting are curiosity and positivity. I regularly work with both of these mindsets with my coaching clients and my corporate teams. And I have to tell you, curiosity is seriously my go-to mindset for just about everything. Why? 
because it can take away pressure, anxiety and overwhelm. Curiosity allows you to explore new ideas, environments, activities and conversations without attaching to an outcome. Disappointments come when expectations aren't met. Worries come when you start imagining potential bad scenarios. But when you're curious though, you just don't have any expectations and you can just wonder about potential scenarios, good or bad. You're simply getting to a space of watching and waiting to see what happens next. Not sure how that big meeting's going to play out? Let go of anxiety or attachment to an outcome and just get curious. Not sure where to head next? That's okay. Just be curious as things unfold. Curiosity takes away the rights and the wrongs, as well as all of those shoulds, and helps you find an easier path. And I think we're all okay with easier paths. If there's one thing I consistently coach everyone I work with to do, it's to develop a curious mindset. And just about everything I've achieved since about 2014 has come simply from being curious. I spend a whole lot of time trying things just to see what happens. And mostly, the outcomes are way better than I expect them to be. Now, on to positivity. When I talk about positivity, I need to be clear that I'm not talking about going full-on Pollyanna here. Nor am I suggesting that you fake it till you make it or ignore reality. And I'm definitely not talking about the sort of positivity that comes up all of the time on social media. But I am suggesting there's a lot to be said for gently encouraging yourself to look for the good in situations and for looking at how far you've already come. You can make a habit of telling yourself kind and empowering stories, just as you may have made a habit of criticising yourself or beating yourself up. My best advice when either catching stories or playing with more supportive mindsets is to take baby steps. In fact, taking baby steps might be my best advice for just about everything. Catching stories can be tricky. Personally, it took me ages to learn how to do it. That's not to say that everyone will have the same experience, but it's worth noting that they don't always come easily. And it's not always possible to go straight from self-critical thinking to self-loving and supporting thoughts. So rather than expecting to change your thinking immediately, show yourself some grace and allow your thoughts to evolve just one baby step at a time. It's worth noting that you'll also see your thoughts change as you start to implement actions and experiments, which is the third pillar of my signature framework and something we'll be deep diving into in the next episode of Self-Styled Life. Sometimes those experiments are quite practical. Hit record on the podcast, Janelle, and just see how you go. Other times, though, those experiments have to involve items related to our physical health or our environment. We can never forget that nothing we do occurs in a vacuum and we always have to consider our whole ecosystem when we look at our lives. Right, let me look at the time. Oh, (laughs) wow, I've gone a little longer than normal here. But as I said earlier, one episode on this topic barely scratches the surface. There will definitely be more episodes on this little number. So if you find this subject fascinating, or if you just like to learn more about mindsets and self-doubt and self-belief, make sure you subscribe to Self-Styled Life so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to grab your free copy of my ever-so-catchily titled guidebook, (laughs) Foundational Exercises for Building Your Self-Styled Life. It's actually called Permission Granted. Uh, Build Your Self-Styled Life Through These Foundational Exercises or some words to that effect. 
Uh, but unsurprisingly, regardless of what I've named it, it contains exercises related to mindset and we'll link to it in the show notes. Okay, so I have six key takeaways for you from today's episode and they are one, a mindset is a mental attitude or inclination. It's a thought or a series of thoughts that you have playing in the background all of the time. Two, we're forever telling ourselves stories and those stories have a massive impact on the way we feel about our lives. Three, although rock-solid self-belief 24-7, 365 would be awesome, self-doubt is felt by everyone at some point and our self-doubt often drives our mindset and our beliefs. Four, our self-doubt makes perfect sense when we think about it in terms of protecting us from psychological risk. Five, we can heal the underlying causes of our self-doubt. And six, two ways we can do this are via catching our stories and playing with supportive mindsets like growth, curiosity and positivity. Okay, so that's it team. I'll be back soon with another episode all about experiments and actions but in the meantime, stay fabulous. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab the free toolkit, especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm-hmm.